Hello and welcome to the Gambler Betting Podcast. I'm SelectaBet and this week Greg and I are joined by another football daft Scottish football punter, Grant Haney. How are you doing? Not too bad, thanks. Thanks for having me. You're very welcome. And of course, I want to welcome to Greg as ever. How's things, Greg? Yes, good, thank you. Very well. Just counting up the uh, French goals tonight. Yeah, it seems to be a regular occurrence on a Tuesday night that we're kind of talking about <laughs> the results and the, the profit from the night's action. Must be uh, something in the water with that. It's quite good. Yeah, and it followed up a good weekend, actually, where we had two winners out of two on the podcast. Yeah, so we had Hibs. Um, we spoke about Hibs being possibly the nap of the season, almost. And, yeah, um, yeah, I called it that. You did call that. I, I played it down a little bit. I'm wishing I hadn't now. <laughs> um, yeah, they scored two goals on the St Mirren. And I think we spoke about how poor Hibs are at the back. Yeah. And the likelihood would be that St Mirren would score at least once. And they went 2-0 up inside for kind of 15, 20 minutes. So, um, yeah, but they got they got one back and a second back right before half-time. So, really pleased with that one. And we had Hearts, double chance, and there to be two goals in the match. Not going to lie, a bit of mixed emotions with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell the truth, Greg. I was pleased it came in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that season ticket at St Johnson's definitely going to get revoked <laughs> the way things are going. But no, it was pleasing. That was Hearts double chance and over one and a half goals. So the game finished 3-3. So that was a nice uh, return, really, on the two games. Just a shame the Billericke game was cancelled. Otherwise, it might have been three out of three. Yeah, Billericke called off. I think we had um, total goals in League Two. So as you all know, I'm a massive, massive fan of the total goals market. And I think that came in quite easily as well. So, yeah, really good weekend. Yep, hopefully more of the same this week. No pressure on Grant, who's <laughs> who's obviously joining us this week. Now, some of you may be already be familiar with Grant, who is better known as Slipstips on Twitter, and he writes regular match previews on the Mr Fix-It's Tips site, uh, where you've been in brilliant forum this season. Yeah, really happy with um, the season so far. It's going to be quite tricky to try and find winners from specific matches but I seem to be making a good sort of fist of it. Yeah, I think it's always tricky. I mean, we have the, um, the enviable position, I suppose, that when we're doing the podcast is that we've got a whole card to choose from but when you're writing these match previews I guess sometimes it helps it allows you to really focus on a game and you can look at you know different markets, corners, cards, goals, whatever it might be but um, you do really well to pick out you know three good bets more often than not for these games. Yeah, sometimes I think it can actually be good in a way to be restricted because you don't overthink things as much if you've got sort of one game to focus on. You can just sort of try and dig out a few winners. Um, and yeah, it's so far so good this season. Well, hopefully you've got a couple of winners lined up for us this week and we'll get onto that shortly. Um, as ever, at this stage of the podcast, it's time to let you know about this week's Gambler competition on Who Knows Wins. If you've not already heard of Who Knows Wins, it's a social betting app where you can play against your mates instead of the bookies. Now, we've been playing against each other for the past few weeks, and last week's winner was Dai, who won the competition with seven correct results out of the 15 matches, which kind of proves that you don't need to get that many right to win the top prize, so there's still hope for you yet, Greg. <laughs> I'm an absolute nightmare. <laughs> I don't yes. think you've even finished in the, the. No, to be fair, I came joint second in the, uh, the first you? week. All right, but since then, no, it's just been a, a disaster. 
uh, well, you've got a chance to redeem yourself again this week. There's another 15 matches in our competition. <laughs> uh, it's a £5 buy-in, and the more people that join us, the bigger the prize pot will be. So if you're out there listening, make sure you get involved, and you can go up against the three of us this week. Grant will also be in there. I think you've played quite a few times, actually, Grant, haven't you? Yeah, I have been involved, but um, my form on the Who Knows Wins app is not what's got me an invite on the Gambler podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I've been, yeah, a couple of dodgy um, efforts the last couple of weeks, but I'll be sure to go again this weekend. Yeah, it's not as easy as it looks. Um, so the competition's set up already. We'll post a link on the Twitter feed at Gambler Tips. So keep an eye out for that. If you've not already got the app, then head over to the App Store uh, or the Google Play Store and just search for Who Knows Wins and download the app. So on to this week's tips, and it's a really difficult looking card, isn't it? Oh, it's horrible. Probably the worst card I've seen this season, and I'm I'm not just saying that. Really difficult. Obviously, the English Premiership's off. We've got a Scottish Cup card as well, yeah. so I guess the whole of Scotland's been decimated. No Premiership games, very few League One, League Two, and Championship games as well. So, not been easy. So, I've had to venture down into England to find something worthwhile doing. Okay, so let's start there. It's Salford v Crawley. Yeah, League Two in England. So, I used to focus on League Two quite a lot, but haven't as much this season as mainly focusing the Scottish games. But Salford hosts Crawley, so it's eleven v thirteenth. Probably not much between the sides, actually, at this time of the season. I think there's only a few points between them. But from a goals perspective, though, this looks really solid. So I think, at the moment, both teams in a really good run of form. I think Salford have lost just once in their last seven. Uh, four wins, three draws, and just one defeat. And Crawley are just one defeat in nine. So both in really good shape. Looking at Salford's games, then, eight of their last ten have seen over 2.5 goals. And eight of the last ten, I've seen both teams to score. So, scoring goals and conceding goals. And at home, it's just as good. I think it's five out of six now at home, over 2.5. And the last five or six have seen both sides score. One thing Salford don't do, though, is they don't keep many clean sheets. So, I think they've yeah. only kept two clean sheets in the last 14 games, which is a real worry for them. They're obviously having to score at least two goals now to, to try and get some points. So, solid-looking stats for Salford. Yeah, only six clean sheets the whole season out of the 31 games. Yeah, it's pretty poor. Now, obviously, it's a really tight league, so if you're conceding pretty much every week, it's a really, it's a really big ask to try and yeah. score two or three goals every game. Yeah. So Crawley themselves, though, are also in really good shape. Um, they're in a really good run of form at the moment. They've scored 11 goals now in their last five games. Um, nine of their last 10 games have seen both teams score. And seven of their last 10 have seen over 2.5 goals. So I think in the last five matches, now, there's been 19 goals scored, which is good going. Yeah. And they've also got an informed striker in the form of Ollie Palmer. So I would, I'd be lying if I said I knew much about him. But what I do know, he scored seven goals in his last five games. I think he was Crawley's top goal scorer last season with 14 goals. He's already on 12 this season. So he's probably in line to hit 20 plus goals this season. Mm-hmm. So, and you go, sorry. No, I was just going to say, looking at both teams, they've got plenty of goals in the four and against Colum, especially to be sitting where they are in the table. Um, they both seem to score and concede in equal measure. Salford have scored 41, conceded 41, Crawley have scored 44, conceded 44. So, yeah, you can see that they've got problems at the back, but certainly know their way to go as well, both teams. What I do like is Crawley's away form. So, Crawley have seen both sides score now in 11 of their tw- last 12 away games. 
and that's 15 out of 17 away games this season. So they've only kept two clean sheets all season away from home. Mm. Yep. So very much doubt Salford will keep a clean sheet. Very much doubt Crawley will. So for me, it's nailed on for over 2.5 goals, um, which pays 17 to 20 with William Hill. OK, that sounds like a solid start to the weekend. Anything to throw in there, Grant? Um, Greg makes a, a really good case there. Um, I think it's a goal, a game, sorry, that um, should deliver goals. Um, both teams um, neck and neck in terms of their league position as well. So, um, yeah, can't argue with that. OK, looks a solid start. So that's remind us of the price again, Greg? Uh, 17 to 20, and that's with William Hill, and that'll be Saturday's nap. For over two and a half goals at Salford v Crawley. Okay, we're staying. No, we're not. We're going to League One for our next bet. And Grant, you're going to tell us a wee bit about Peterborough. Yeah, Peterborough um, host Oxford on Saturday. Um, Peterborough had a bit of a, a miserable festive period. Um, they struggled in the early weeks of January, but they really have have got up and running again in the last couple of weeks. They've won their last four league games and three of those wins have came against sides in the top four. Peter are currently set third but they've beaten the top two and Ipswich who set fourth um, yeah. in league one. Um, two of those games were at home so they, um, they defeated um, Wickham 4-0 at home and they also beat league leaders Rotherham 2-1 um, on their own patch. They have since won two games away from home, winning away at Accrington Stanley um, and picking up a fantastic 4-1 win away at Ipswich last Saturday. Now, um, Peter are the, are the top goal scorers in the division. They've scored 56 goals in 30 league matches, so they're averaging just under 1.8 goals per game. Um, just over 1.8, sorry. No team um, has scored more goals at home than Peterborough as well. They've scored 31 goals in their 14 home matches so far. So that's an average of 2.2 goals per game um, at London Road. They're coming up against an Oxford side who currently sit eighth um, in League One. And they've gone through a a bit of a wobble um, recently. Um, They've won only one of their last five league games. They'll also make the trip to Peterborough off the back of uh, quite a demanding FA Cup tie um, that's taking place against Newcastle um, yeah, tonight. As we're recording this, and to be fair, they're making it demanding themselves by scoring two late goals. Enforcing <laughs> 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 it to extra time, but yeah, that's got to come into consideration yeah. for them on Saturday as well. I was quite happy to see that going to the extra yeah. time for the purposes of the bet that I like the look of, and that bet is... Um, Peterborough to score two or more goals, which pays eleven to ten with Skybet. Yeah, I, I don't think we could really argue with that, Greg. I think you know top goal scorers in the league, and it's a great spot by Grant. You know to dig a wee bit deeper into the fixtures. Um, you know, it'd be easy to look at Peterborough and see, oh, they've won four games uh, on the bounce. But when you look at the opposition, as Grant points out, it's it's teams round about them at the top of the league that they've been winning. So I'd imagine confidence will be high uh, with yeah, Peterborough at the moment. Yeah, it looks really solid. I think Peterborough are a side I've always liked for goals. And I think there's always been goals in their games over the last few seasons anyway. Yeah, they always seem to be there or thereabouts in the, the goal-scoring charts, don't they? So, yeah, it's a good shout. So, Peterborough to score two or more, and that's, what, 11-10 to 10 at Skybet? Yeah, 11-10 to 10 at Skybet. OK, next we're going to head up to Scotland. And as we've already touched on, Greg, it's a Scottish Cup weekend. 
so no Premiership games. Uh, there's very few Championship games. I think there's even a reduced League One uh, card as well. And also you were saying that the weather forecast isn't great, so we might even see some games postponed at the weekend. So we really, <laughs> really don't have much to choose from. No, it's not looking great. There's a yellow amber warning, a yellow amber warning, a yellow wind warning for Scotland from um, Saturday afternoon. It's meant to be horrendous. So at the moment, looking at the fixture card, decimated card, not much to go on. So I've had to really dig deep for this one, but it looks fairly, fairly good in terms of um, the odds here. So Hibs on, we'll take St Johnston game first. So St Johnston will play air in the Scottish Cup on Saturday, down at air. So, for those of you who know your geography, Ayr is right on the coast. So, it likely will be battered by the winds on Saturday. Um, it's going to be a really close game. I think, obviously, St Johnston being the Premiership Club, we should go there and, I wouldn't say comfortably, um, see off Ayr, but we, we should have enough to beat them. It's going to be a tough game. I think Ayr's pitch at this time of the year probably isn't the greatest. It's going to be a right old-fashioned cup game, I think. Yeah. And probably not a lot between the sides in the day, I don't think. Uh, will you be sober enough to see it? No, absolutely not. So <laughs> uh, The bus leaves at half past nine, so I'll be well on my way. Um, come kick off, which should help keep me warm. So, looking at this market to double up with a game on the Sunday, I don't think there's going to be many goals in this game. I think um, Air beat Ross County 1-0 in their last game. Um, I think... Well, Ayr's last four games have all seen under 2.5 goals, but to play even safer in case St Johnson go on a, a mad scoring spree, um, I'm taking under 3.5 goals here. So obviously, odds on that are really poor. I think it's just below 1 to 3. But double that up though, on Sunday, Hibs host, sorry, Hibs travel to BSE Glasgow. So BSE Glasgow are a low in league side. I think they're the um, lowest ranked side left in the competition. Yep, and fourth. they've done really, really well, I think, to, to get to this stage. It's a great story. They're fourth in the Lowland League. Um, and just reading up a wee bit about them, they were only formed as a senior team in 2014. So it goes without saying that this is by far the biggest match in the club's history. It's live on BBC One Scotland uh, on Sunday. So it doesn't come much better or much bigger um, for BSE Glasgow. Um, and the game will be played at Alloa Stadium. That's where BSE play their home games. That's right, which for me takes a bit of shine off it. I think Carlos pitch is an AstroTurf pitch. Um, but I think having already beaten, I think they beat Lockheed in the earlier round, um, East Fife was a great result. I think they went to East Fife and won 4-3 and they've knocked out East Cobride. They'll fancy their chances against Hibs. I think they know obviously how good Hibs are uh, in terms of obviously quality. And it's a, uh, sorry, 3-2 Newcastle. Newcastle oh, just scored, so. Yeah, what a goal. <laughs> That's a good goal. Um, was a great goal. So I think at the moment, Hibs are going to go there and probably feel their strongest side. I don't think um, Jack Ross is going to muck about with this one. He'll, he'll know it's going to be a tricky match. It's on a national turf pitch. Weather-wise, it's not going to be great. It's going to be blowing a gale. Um, but I do think Hibs should have enough quality about them. Hibs have probably had, for me, the best... January transfer window out of most of the clubs in the, Scot- in the Scottish Premiership they've brought in some really good players they've got McGinnon McNulty's back McNulty, yeah. they've got Greg Doherty back as well um, and Dodge is just going goals for fun so we'd fully expect Hibs to score at least three goals here I wouldn't go daft I, um, I wouldn't go daft in the handicaps or total goals I think 2.5 for Hibs is, is fair enough and if you double that up with St Johnston v Air under 3.5 goals it pays even money 
with bet 365. So nothing flash, but looks fairly fairly solid. Yeah, I think we should obviously advise caution on these Scottish Cup games. I think we expected a few teams to to score and win quite comfortably in the previous round, but the, some of those results never really materialised. St Mirren left it late against low-ranked low, low ranked opposition. Uh, Aberdeen, the same. Um, yep. So, yeah, I guess the gap here is sizable enough that as long as Hibs take it seriously, then they should should win comfortably in the end, I guess. It might take a wee while for me to break BSC down. Yeah, I don't think it'll be a cricket score. I don't think it'll be that high a scoring game, to be fair. But I do think Hibs will manage to score um, three goals. OK, so we're going to make that a double then. It's Hibs over two and a half goals and under three and a half goals at air v St Johnson. Yes, that's my first unders bet of the season. It yeah. could be my last. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's hope it's a winner. But yeah, we're not a fan of unders bets, are we really? No, we're not. No, we're not. <laughs> OK, so what price is that paying? Uh, even money, um, and that's with Bet365. Bet365 on a double. Nice one. Okay, and Grant, you've got another pick for us in Scotland. I do, yeah. Um, I'm steering away from the Scottish Cup. I'm going into League Two, where league leaders Cove um, travel to Elgin. A lot of punters would have been cursing Cove last Saturday, you can imagine, after yeah. their collapse <laughs> at Clifton Hill. Um, 2-0 up, and I think they ended up drawing 2-2. Um, but I'm going to back them to win um, this weekend away at Elgin. Um, Elgin are enjoying quite a solid season. They currently occupy a place in the playoff spot, but they have actually picked up more points away from home this season than they have at home. In fact, they've only won one of their last five um, at Borough Briggs, and, and that was against bottom of the league, Brecon. Cove are big favourites, as they are every weekend. They're eight to thirteen to win the game outright. They're as short as two to five to score two or more goals. They are averaging two point six goals away from home this season. Um, but I do like the look of backing Cove to win in a game that sees over one point five match goals, and that pays four to five with Ladbrokes. That, yeah, it's uh, really good. Uh, I think we. Did this bet quite a lot at the start of the season, didn't we? Yeah. Uh, Cove to win and 1.5 goals, and it was a great opportunity to, to do it again. Yeah, I think if you get 45 on any kind of Cove bet, if you can find that kind of value, then it's it's got to be worth taking on. Um, you know, you'd think they might get a reaction after surprisingly dropping two points at the weekend, um, especially with Edinburgh getting beat as well. It's a chance for Cove to really put some distance between the two sides. Um, so they'll be looking to get the three points on the board again and just try and get this title wrapped up as soon as possible, I would have thought. Yeah, it's also a bet that's landed in all six of their away successes this season in the league. Um, and it's also um, landed in 16 of their 17 league wins um, this season. So something um, I like the look of. And then two of those victories came against Elgin so I'm happy to give Cove another opportunity this weekend Yeah as Greg says a team that we've spoken about a lot on the podcast we've kind of not spoken about them for a wee while actually Greg haven't we um, Well they've done us what two weeks ago do we not have them to score three yeah, they scored two I think two, yeah. so they're currently on my bad list um, <laughs> but that said um, it does look a pretty decent shout for Saturday given you're only asking for two goals to be scored and they have scored two goals in pretty much all of their away games. Yeah, and they've got plenty of firepower now, haven't they, with uh, Meganson and 
McAllister. McAllister. <laughs> Did he score last week? Who scored in the Albion Rovers? Megan Megginson. McAllister didn't. And they were they were short as two to seven to win that match. I think we yeah. spoke about that in the podcast last week, saying yeah. just a ridiculous place at Albion Rovers, the worst ground in European football. <laughs> <laughs> You're still making friends across Scottish football, then, Greg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so that sounds solid enough as well. So that's Cove to win and over one and a half match goals at four to five with Ladbrokes. So, yeah. Greg, can you just recap your two bets and then if you can give us your two bets as well, Grant, that'd be great. Yeah, sure. So, um, League 2 in England, taking Salford v Crawley over 2.5 goals, and that pays 17-20 to 20 with William Hill, and that'll be Saturday's nap. And I've got a Scottish Cup double um, over the weekend. So on Saturday, Ayr versus St Johnston, under 3.5 goals, and BSE Glasgow v Hibs, um, taking Hibs to score three goals, over 2.5 goals, double that up, and that pays even money with Bet365. Yeah, and I'm going to back Peterborough to score two or more goals at home to Oxford, which pays 11-10 to 10 with Skybet. And I also like the look of backing Cove to win away at Elgin in a match that sees over 1.5 match goals scored. So, And that pays 4-5 to five with Ladbrokes. Excellent. So that's us for another week. Don't forget to join us on the Who Knows Wins app and take us on in this week's competition. Uh, as I said earlier, the more people that play, the bigger the prize pot for the winner. So get involved in that and download the app. Um, Voice of Value will be back on Friday with his recent podcast. Uh, so keep an eye out for that. We'll be back next week for another look at the weekend fixtures. Uh, huge thanks to Grant for joining us and good luck with your debut tips on the podcast, Grant. Uh, we'll, we'll definitely have you back again, winners or not. So, thanks very I much for your to time. It, yeah, a baptism of fire this week with the car. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, so, and thanks to Greg for joining us this week as well. And best of luck with your tips. Good stuff. Cheers, guys. Thanks, guys. Good luck. <laughs>